calling all classroom assistants, secretaries, and clerks. Don't miss the Arlington ISD Job Expo on February 1st, where you can meet with hiring managers and even score on-the-spot interviews. Arlington ISD offers competitive pay, great benefits, and believes in work-life balance. Go to AISD.net slash jobs to find out more, then mark your calendar for the Job Expo on February 1st, where you could leave with a job offer in hand. Start now at AISD.net slash jobs. Are you a short-term rental host or investor looking to level up your game? Meet AirDNA, your trusted advisor in the vacation rental industry. With AirDNA, you'll gain a competitive edge. We provide insights that help you make smarter decisions. Adjust prices at the right time, add those winning amenities, and discover your next real estate investment hotspot. We're more than just data. We're your entrepreneurial launchpad. Visit us at airdna.co to get started today. You knew the job was dangerous when you took it, Fred. I have a question. Be respectful uh, of me. You can act like a man. He's colossal. Stupendous. One might even go so far as to say he's mediocre. I guess I should salute you as a worthy adversary and all that, but the truth is, I really did hate your guts. It's the Single Storm Podcast. How do you like your Republicans? I like my Republicans to be able to stand up for alleged principles that they uh, allegedly champion, that that they were elected to champion. And uh, I prefer my Republicans to actually stand against socialist Democrats and all of their cancerous anti-American agendas. Like, for example, uh, Beijing Biden just put a pause on liquefied natural gas exports that, of course, harms our allies, boosts Russia, and harms the United States of America and our citizens because we were a net energy exporter under President Trump. Now, Joe Biden is trying to dial that back. That means less money coming into the United States for our people. He's trying to impoverish our people. He's trying to weaken our alliances. He's trying to to make us all dependent on electric energy. They can be turned off with the flick of a switch. And that's Joe Biden's anti-American agenda. Now, I would hope the Republican Party would be against that. Not all of them are. Joe Biden is for rampant, uncontrolled, illegal immigration. And I would hope that the Republican Party would be against that. They are not. As a matter of fact, there is a gentleman by the name of James Langford who was handling all of the betrayal of the Republican voters in the United States on the Senate level, and he has earned from his own state a massive rebuke. Now, I, I want to be clear that I am not picking on James Langford. He is not at all the only Republican to betray his voters. But in his quote-unquote work to facilitate rampant, uncontrolled illegal immigration and call it legal into the United States against the will of the majority of our people, he... He can't be allowed to get away with it. And his own party in his state is holding him, holding him to account. Let me read from KOCO Coco in the great state of Oklahoma. Former Oklahoma GOP chairman Anthony Ferrate said the meeting was held Saturday without providing 
an official call to all members arguing any action taken was not legitimate. Yeah, well, blah, 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 blah. Oklahoma GOP state committee members passed a resolution disapproving of Lankford's work to pass a bipartisan border deal, which, of course, would make illegal immigration legal. Dusty Devers said the Republican Party will cease all support for Lankford until he ceases these actions. The resolution ridiculed the border deal, saying Lankford's work with Democrat Socialist Senator Chuck Schumer would allow 5,000 illegal aliens a day to enter and work in the United States. And the committee disapproved of the bill's path to citizenship policy for those who broke into our country. Now, every Republican party across every state should be having similar votes and similar resolutions telling their senators, if you support this deal, you will no longer have the support of Republicans back home. Uh, Senator John Cornyn, for all of his work taking away our Second Amendment rights, for all of his work uh, keeping that border wide open, he, this, this vote should have happened in the state of Texas already, but it hasn't. So President Trump was out over the weekend talking about this border bill, this border acquiescence, this, this, this border surrender that the Republicans are trying to solidify before the next Trump presidency. They fear he'll get in and they won't be able to bring in illegal aliens for their, uh, their big woke business interests and, of course, all the Democrats' interests in, in rigging elections from here till next Tuesday. So here's President Trump blasting this law that is being bandied about in the U.S. Senate. Republicans uh, saying, yeah, let's let's have 5000 illegal aliens a day and we'll, we'll call that legal. And yeah, let's give them green cards. And yeah, let's give them lawyers paid for by the taxpayers. President Trump says no. The so-called border security deal Biden is gushing out and pushing out is not designed to stop illegal immigration. It's designed to continue the invasion of America while sending billions of dollars to Ukraine and other countries. And you know, as just one example of the border bill, the monstrosity that we're dealing with, two million illegals cross the border every single year in the past. And now that number is changing to maybe eight times that amount. We cannot let this happen to our country. As the leader of our party, there is zero chance I will support this horrible open borders betrayal of America. That's exactly what it is. It is an open borders betrayal of our people, making sure Democrats win elections in perpetuity as they seek to give illegal aliens the vote all over this country. Republicans are signing their own party's death warrant, and in so doing, surrendering our voice in government, conservatives' voice in government, Republicans' voice in government. And it's, it's a, A, it's a horrible idea, <laughs> B, it's a betrayal of our people, C, it's a betrayal of this country and the rule of law. It's not going to happen. I noticed that, and I'll fight it all the way, I noticed a lot of the senators... A lot of the senators are trying to say respectfully they're blaming it on me. I said, that's okay. Please blame it on me. Please. You know, the idea that a man who is not in elected office is somehow to blame for them not getting a quote unquote border deal, which would solve 
the illegal immigration crisis. Yeah, they're going to solve the illegal immigration by making all immigration into the United States legal. They're going to cut folks on this. They're going to codify the illegal entry into our country as law. And then they're going to call. Oh, we fixed it. It's like saying we're going to fix the high murder rate by declaring murder legal. That's how Republicans are fixing illegal immigration. Because they were getting ready to pass a very bad bill. And I'll tell you what, a bad bill is, I'd rather have no bill than a bad bill. A bad bill you can't have. And that's what was happening in the House. As you know, the speaker, who's, by the way, I think he's going to prove to be a very good speaker. It's tough when you have a very small majority. Very tough. Mike Johnson, speaker. He just said it's dead on arrival in the House. It's dead on arrival. We want either a strong bill or no bill, and whatever happens, happens. But this is the single greatest threat to our country right now, is the people pouring into our country, because we have no idea who they are. The fact is that if Joe Biden truly wanted to secure the border, he doesn't really need a bill. I didn't need a bill. That's so, that's so pointed right there. If you have a president, a real president of the United States who believes in the rule of law, who doesn't believe in illegal immigration, who doesn't believe in giving woke corporate America cheap labor to to pay people who look like me and have my surname as a last name or surnames that sound like mine, or uh, individuals from 168 countries who are downtrodden, paying them less to come into the United States. If you don't have a, if you have a actual president who doesn't believe in giving, in giving uh, Democrats a, uh, an electoral victory from now until forever, at least for a, at least for a century, Republicans will never win another election. So long as illegal aliens are pouring in who have socialist sensibilities, who don't believe in the U S constitution, who don't believe in, in our laws or don't even don't even know what our laws are that the Democrats tell them this is the what America is. And they say, OK, they have no idea to push back because they were never raised here. They were never told about our founding documents and what rights they have. They've been all those rights have been cherry picked by socialists in an effort to undermine the Constitution, to undermine the rule of law, to undermine freedom, security and prosperity, the Democrat way. I did it without a bill. I did it with the current laws. I used Border Patrol. I didn't have a bill. I didn't need lots of different things. It's not that complicated. You say, I don't want the people coming in. They say, yes, sir. There won't be any people coming in. And that's what we did. It's not that complicated. But all Biden needs to do is to reimpose every single border policy of the former president of the United States, Donald J. Trump. Oh, yeah, that's all he needs to do. But he won't. Because the former policies of Donald J. Trump were pro-American. Beijing Biden's regime is decidedly anti-American. A regime that takes its orders from Beijing, not from we, the people. Now, is it any wonder that President Trump is getting overwhelming support from not just conservatives, from Republicans, from independents across this country? An analysis of the first two primary contests, Iowa, and New Hampshire, and what it portends for the future of our country. That's coming up on the Salcedo Storm Podcast. And now a 
word for our sponsor. I'm sure you've seen all these Obamacare commercials. If they were accurate, everybody would be happy. And your wallet wouldn't be dragged over the coals. In the real world, it appears... Those ads are just as much BS as Obamacare is. What if you're under 65 and need quality, affordable health coverage? American Medical Plan specializes in under 65 health insurance plans that have zero co-pays at the doctor and no deductible on all outpatient services, including surgeries. You pick your doctors and hospitals. There are private plans, enroll anytime, and they are 30 to 60% less than Obamacare. If you're paying too much for your own health insurance, call American Medical Plans. They will customize a plan managed and chosen by you not the government. A liberty-loving American takes on Washington, Hollywood, and the whole media establishment. He's Chris Salcedo. Join his fight. Tune in to The Chris Salcedo Show every weekday afternoon on Newsmax. Do you support the sanctity of life? Our military, our veterans, our first responders? Well, so does Patriot Mobile. They have great discounts for all of those folks, plus you multi-line users out there. But that's not where Patriot Mobile stops. They continue their support by donating millions every single year to conservative causes that you and I care about. And if that isn't enough to get you to switch, how's about the fact that Patriot Mobile isn't limited to just one network? They have all three major carriers. That means they provide... An industry-leading coverage guarantee. Need more reasons to switch? When you go to patriotmobile.com storm and you switch to Patriot Mobile, you support me. So you get great value, support the causes you love, and keep your liberty-loving Latino's voice independent, all for making the switch and putting your hard-earned money that you're already spending to work at battling the woke. Call 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT. Or go to patriotmobile.com storm. Use the promo code STORM. That gets you free activation. 972 to Patriot at PatriotMobile.com slash storm. Tired of cable news lying to you? It's time the establishment media went the way of the dinosaurs and for free digital journalism to rise. At Texas Scorecard, we bring you real news for real Texan with no paywalls ever. Go to TexasScorecard.com today. Nikki Haley's speech after losing to President Trump by double digits. Let's listen to this. I want to congratulate Donald Trump on his victory tonight. He earned it. And I want to acknowledge that. Now, you've all heard the chatter among the political class. They're falling all over themselves, saying this race is over. Well, I have news for all of them. New Hampshire is first in the nation. It is not the last in the nation. This race is far from over. There are dozens of states left to go. Right. And uh, those states, the polling indicates that that President Trump and I got to say the polling has been pretty accurate thus far in this cycle. Let me bring on uh, a couple of guys that I trust to help me analyze what has transpired and where it's all going. Mark Halperin, a journalist and political analyst for Newsmax. He's covered every American national election since 1988 and has been a pioneer in new forms of political journalism. Mark is the founder and managing editor of the Wide World of News Concierge Coverage, a unique members-only daily newsletter and a series of private conversations on American politics and government and other news. And my good buddy Todd Starnes, award-winning journalist, best-selling author, He's worked at uh, Fox News Channel, as you all remember, for 15 years. Prior to that, he was a news anchor at KFBK in Sacramento, California. He is the publisher 
of Starnes Media. Gentlemen, welcome to you both. Good morning. Good morning, Chris. So, Mr. Halpern, I'll go to you first. Uh, Nikki Haley, she uh, she says she's going to stay in it. Just give me your analysis, the polls, the the momentum, everything, your vast experience of covering these campaigns. What possible predicate does she have for staying in? Well, Chris, this is a tougher one than usual because normally after the voters weigh in, you hear from the pundits, you hear from the media, you hear from the donors, and you hear from the politicians. And there's generally a consensus. She did, quote-unquote, good enough to go forward. There's no consensus. You have people like the Speaker of the House, your senator, not always a MAGA guy, John Cornyn, <laughs> saying time to unite, time to get behind Trump and, and go forward to, to beat Joe Biden. And then you have some politicians and the donor class, and I predict some grassroots donors, who are saying, go Nikki, go to South Carolina, go on past South Carolina. So it's a mixed message. But as you know, almost always there's one reason candidates get out of the race, which is they run out of money. I predict she's going to raise a lot of money in the next month, and she will be able to go forward, and I don't think anything will deter her. Todd, I'm going to tee up the same question to you, but I want to add a little bit of a something else is making some big news out of Arizona. I'm sure you've heard the recording of the, allegedly, of the the Republican chair there in Arizona offering Carrie Lake some some money to, to not run. And to picking up on Mr. Halperin's point, about the, the moneyed interests who don't want to see America first return to the White House, who would like to see a go-along-to-get-along pro-Democrat, pro-China government continue on. What do you, what, what, who are these people that are bankrolling Nikki Haley? Because as Mr. Halpern points out, it takes money to continue on in what many see as a losing effort. Well, well, gentlemen, I, I think we're looking at what happened last night in, in, uh, you know, in the wrong way. I, I want to congratulate Nikki Haley for winning the, the New Hampshire Democrat primary. <laughs> when, yeah. when you look at the actual numbers, yes. of what, about 20% of the Republicans actually voted for her. There were more independents uh, voting last night, which they're allowed to do. And um, and again, if you remember, remember Rush Limbaugh and Operation Chaos. Yes, we sort of saw that happen last night in in New Hampshire to some extent. So, um, so again, when you have the the chairperson of the RNC saying it's time to pull out of the race, you know, I think you really need to do that. The concern, though, to answer your question about the money, and and that I think is the greater issue. Look at how much money Ron DeSantis wasted, squandered. Uh, on his race in, in Iowa, and every dollar, every dollar that is used by Nikki Haley, spent by Nikki Haley, is another dollar that the Republicans cannot use to defeat Joe Biden uh, at the at, in the general election. So, look, it's um, it's a it's a tough time for the Republicans. A lot of the um, a lot of the states uh, Republican parties are really struggling with fundraising dollars right now. Um, RNC is really struggling for cash. And and I think that is a big concern, but but Chris, I think when you when you look at the Koch brothers, when you look at some of the other big money donors, the establishment Republicans, they want to do whatever is possible to stop Donald Trump. And if it's if it's draining his coffers and his pocketbook, that may be the way they're going to try to do it. Well, you know what i i have I have a slightly different take, and by the way, I loved yours. But my take is these donors who are donating Nikki Haley. They don't want to defeat Joe Biden. They want to make sure the Joe Biden agenda continues. 
under the illusion of the Republican banner under Nikki Haley. They are invested in the Joe Biden agenda, whether it's being carried out by Nikki Haley or whether it's being carried out by Joe Biden or Michelle Obama, whoever's going to this this uniparty pro-China anti-American agenda that that is that is part of this this crazy coalition now that we're seeing develop between woke corporations and an ever corrupt government. I want to give a stat out there to Mark Halperin, CNN exit poll. And this picks up on Todd Starnes point here. 70% of Trump primary voters are registered Republicans. 70% of Haley's are unregistered, undeclared so-called independents. Isn't that a telling exit poll from CNN? Well, look, it is. And I, I can make the argument either way. On the one hand, you know, you're never going to be the Republican nominee if you can't win Republican votes. It's just a, a reality of the math. And while there are other states, as her campaign keeps pointing out, where independents can vote, you're not going to see anything like uh, what happened in New Hampshire, where almost half of the electorate was independent, even in states that allow it. On the other hand, I think it's—I say with respect—I think it's it's way too short-term thinking to say who cares about these voters. We don't want them. No Republican's going to get elected president with a lot of these voters. So Donald Trump may not be winning them against Nikki Haley in, in as big numbers as he's winning Republicans. But he's going to need a lot of those voters if he's going to win a general election against Joe Biden. And the Trump folks who are dismissing that group and saying, you're, you know, you're interlopers, I think they're playing a short-term game that may have some long-term pain. Well, on, on that, Mr. Starnes, President Trump made history, uh, again, according to CNN, by becoming the first non-incumbent Republican in modern presidential politics to win the Iowa caucuses and the New Hampshire primary since they moved uh, to number one in the nominating calendar. If this were any other normal, well, I've forgotten what normal is, but if this, if this was uh, America as it used to be and, and Donald Trump didn't have all of these globalist individuals against him, this would, be, this would be over because he's taken the first two contests, getting over 50% in each one of the contests, I mean, can you speak to why now even 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 more record achievements from President Trump? Oh, it's still anybody's ball game. Yeah, that's a good point, and I blame early onset Trump derangement syndrome for this, uh, gentlemen. <laughs> where you have and and Mark and Mark is is much more knowledgeable about this than I am. You've been doing this a, a long time, Mark, uh, but it just I'm concerned not just about the independent voters, but I'm concerned about establishment Republicans. Will the the party get on board and unify around a Trump candidacy here? Uh, There was this bizarre, and I point to this bizarre column in the New York Times today from David French, who um, was a longtime friend, um, and I defended him, you know, when he threw his name into the hat, you know, when he wanted to run uh, you know, the never Trumpers and all that kind of stuff. But the guy has really taken a left turn. And the, the headline from the New York Times today, guys, Trump's unimpressive victory and how Haley could have won, <laughs> complaining about the slim margin of victory in, in New England. I predicted you, this. You make this up. I predicted this. That's the reason why I'm laughing. I said, if he doesn't win by 30, they're going to say how he underperformed. It's, it's, a, it's a colossal joke. The, the, Guys, I got it. Yeah, go ahead. I, I got a dissent 
from from what you're saying. You you, you picked one headline that that definitely you know goes against uh, the the ethos of what you're talking about. But let me just read you some other headlines, which surprising to me because they come from the, what I call the dominant media. They're not uh, headlines and leads. They're not diminishing Donald Trump's win. Uh, AP says the president easily won the primary. It makes this rematch with Biden increasingly likely. The New York Times, a different New York Times story headline, Trump win adds the air of inevitability. Washington Post, Trump beat Haley decisively. Mm. Okay. Well. The, Wall Street Journal, the Wall Street Journal news section, not the editorial page, Trump scores decisive win. Reuters, Trump cruises to victory. So I, I'm surprised because, because they could have all tried to cast this as a loss for Trump, but the press really isn't for the most part. Well, I want to I want to switch over to the other side really quickly. By the way, we're talking with Mark Halpern and Todd Starnes here on the Chris Salcedo Show. And gentlemen, thank you for the the post New Hampshire vote analysis. Uh, there was also an observation that was made by some folks online. If if Democrats really want to face Donald Trump, why are so many of them voting for Nikki Haley? Just and I thought that was a that was pretty uh, that was a pretty pointed question. So let's turn over to to the Democrat side. Mark, uh, you and I did talk about this. Uh, on on Newsmax one, and th- I didn't anticipate anticipate the writing candidate would be a, a candidacy of Joe Biden in New Hampshire would be so successful as it was, but I think it gives us an an insight into the psychology of the Democrat voter. Joe Biden and the and the DNC screwed over the Democrats in New Hampshire, screwed over their first in the nation uh, status, but they but a, a Democrat will always do this. It doesn't matter how many their how many times their politicians screw them over, make their lives hell, do do bad things to them. They will still vote for that Democrat. I think that Joe Biden's write-in candidacy is is a psychological reveal on on how Democrat voters think. Well, I agree with you, um, but I'll I'll say there's two mitigating factors that I think don't make it a clean test. One is the Biden people spent a lot more money than they admitted, as I understand it, to make sure he he did well here. There was some there was some funny super PAC money in there, so so they spent a lot. So the notion that that it was just kind of a, a clean um, uh, uh, victory, organic victory, is wrong. The other thing is, let's be honest, Dean Phillips' campaign has been about as good as Ron DeSantis's campaign, uh, and and that means Joe Biden isn't really being tested. That even the even the disgruntled, jilted voter Democrats of New Hampshire who are angry at President Biden for what he did. They didn't see much off on offer from Dean Phillips. Okay. Well, Todd, and to that point, uh, to expand on the one I'd asked uh, Mr. Halpern, I mean, the open borders, the, 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 the less standing in the world, the poor economic performance, the, 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 the prices of gas and food and everything that the Democrat voters, lower income, middle income Democrat voters are having to deal with, it's all immaterial. You know, dear leader said, vote for me, and they went out. And they wrote him in and gave him an overwhelming victory in New Hampshire. Again, I think it's a psychological reveal on on my political opponents. Yeah, look, it's it's really strange. I I was again surprised, and I was surprised when this happened in Iowa. I was surprised when it happened in New Hampshire last night. The entrance polls in Iowa say immigration number one issue. Last night, the Fox exit polling data from New Hampshire, immigration the number one issue. And I think uh, you, I think we have to give credit to Governor uh, Abbott and DeSantis for shipping the illegals to the sanctuary cities. And I think that really did open the eyes of a lot of people out there. 
I hope that we see President Trump holding a campaign rally on Chicago's south side, where we've all seen the, the video of the, of the citizens there. Um, there's a lot of talk on, on social media about the president needing to go to the border, President Trump going to the border. By the way, guys, Byron Donalds, the congressman from uh, Florida, who's been mentioned as a possible VP contender, uh, posted something that was really interesting. Last night there was, there was another race on the ballot. Uh, it was a special election for a state house seat that was that went Biden plus twelve in twenty twenty. That seat went to a Republican last night, uh, Michael Murphy, with over fifty two percent of the vote. Oh. So, you know, again, if we're wanting to, you know, try to you know see what was in the minds of voters last night, that's a pretty significant change in the state house there in New Hampshire. Well, uh, for you guys, as we say goodbye, I'll just let you know that. The word from Texas after the Supreme Court inexplicably sided with Joe Biden's lawlessness on the border. The word from Texas is, quote, come and cut it. Uh, The state of Texas is now continuing to put up more razor wire saying, well, the Supreme Court didn't say we had to take it down. They just said the feds could cut it if they wanted to. So Texas is putting up more wire to stop the illegal immigration being invited by the Democrat Party into this country and funded Let's be fair, funded by congressional Republicans. Mark Halpern, Todd Starnes, gentlemen, thank you very much. Appreciate the visit. Thanks, Chris. That's going to do it, everybody, for this Salcedo Storm podcast. Do me and yourself a favor. Visit two websites, texasscorecard.com, the efforts to beat back pro-Democrat Republicans and secure the state of Texas, make it the bastion for conservatism, freedom, prosperity, and security continues on, and you'll be able to see that battle unfold and have it covered in a journalistic fashion there at Texas Scorecard. Also, follow me, the Chris Salcedo Shows and the Salcedo Storm Podcast, at chrissalcedo.com. You'll also be able to see all of our social media hookups right there on that brand new website. Till we visit again, my friends, remember this. Society's worth isn't measured by how much power is stolen by government. It's measured by how much power is reserved for you and me. We, the people. Stay vigilant out there, my friends.